Oh, I thought you were gonna say he has a banging ass body. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I was uh, I was picking up this uh, can the other day or yesterday. The other day, <laughs> and this Russian dude uh, worked there, and he was bringing the cans out to me, and I was like, I see how people can be gay now, because this dude was like fucking just, <laughs> and he's all talking in Russian. I was like, I see why women dig like, like makes porn. sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I might be gay. <laughs> Everyone's gay. And then all day today, all I saw was chicks in like short shorts and shit, and I was like, nope, definitely not gay. Yeah, you should see the American Furniture parking lot. Really? A lot of men. Oh. Yeah. And you got me excited. I thought it was going the other way. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flag Jack. It's been recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you, you, you ruined the uh, flow. I'm, I'm sorry, dog. All right. <laughs> I'm ashamed now. Yeah, you should be. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Flag Jack. It is episode 25, right? Yeah, I don't think we said what episode it was last time, so it really threw me off because we went 23, Daredevil, 25. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's confusing. I forget what episode we're on because we, even though it's 25, it seems like a lot of episodes. So, almost, but yeah. Almost at the half year mark. Yeah, half like. year. Um, but yeah, anyway, episode 25, um, we have quite a bit of news to talk about, uh, a lot of interesting things, a lot of movie things, a lot of different and things. The the news stories we picked out really don't have anything to do with COVID, which is nice. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of news topics when it comes to movies are, like, getting less COVID-related. Yeah. It's because a lot of studios are finally starting to figure out how to work around it. Right. Whereas you have other companies like WWE that are on their third round of outbreaks. Makes sense. So, <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, so By the way, I was watching, uh, I think it was Raw. Yeah, it was Raw last Monday. Mm -hmm. um, I just was changing channels back and forth. And did you see, like, in the audience, they have just these big-ass screens around the ring that have, like, uh, the, like the webcam they, fans? They, they call it the Thunderdome. It's weird as it shit. It is so weird. And they're just, like, right there. In they, large. They've had to kick a lot of them out because they'll wear, like, competitor shirts or they'll wear, uh, or they'll have, like, signs that say Black Lives Matter or they'll have, like, other protests. AEW's better. Yeah. Stuff like that <laughs> that they don't want people to see. They, like, they see it on the screen. They kick it off right away. Um, That's hilarious. It is pretty funny, actually. Uh, I know a few weeks ago it was pretty funny because uh, Kenny Omega, who's a big wrestler for AEW, yeah. was actually on one of the screens. <laughs> and people caught him, he's like, I was just, he's like, it's not a big deal. He's like, I just like watching wrestling. It's right. not a big deal. Everyone was like, he's, he's a traitor type shit. And he's like, okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> nice. um, so going to our first real news story. Yeah, this is the, uh, the first one. Uh, Let him know. After PlayStation's disastrous uh, pre-order, let's call it scandal, that Xbox mocked them for, like, relentlessly. Xbox had just as bad of a pre-order kerfuffle. Right. Um, 
Walmart, uh, Best Buy, Target, those kinds of stores did a little bit better in offering uh, pre-order information and uh, actually getting pre-orders through. Okay. Uh, GameStop had this page that if you went to it, it uh, would it said it said uh, do not refresh this page. You're in line. If you refresh this page, you will uh, be re-entered in line at the bottom. Scandalous. But the thing is, it was auto-refreshing in the background and nobody knew it. It was just a facade. They weren't keeping anybody in line. Holy crap. Uh, so a lot of people were pissed about that. Um, it ran out of stock, like, immediately because yeah. you know how people are. They're going to try to buy it off the shelves as fast as possible. And then because there's no stock, they're going to try to resell it for higher prices for yeah. Christmas. It's... A dog eat dog world, but if dude, if I have to wait until May to get an Xbox, ooh. I honestly thought you were gonna pre-order one of them. I tried to. Okay. My wife actually went to GameStop because they called me the night before and they said, "Hey, uh, come in nine o'clock. We're doing all the pre-orders." Because didn't you sign sign up for something yeah. like that when we were there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so my wife went there to do it for me because they said she can do it in my name and everything. Yeah. She got there and they're like, "Yeah, we have no availability." For anything unless you want to get a uh, series s we have a few of those and i was like i'm not gonna buy two consoles i'm just gonna get the series x when i can you want the refrigerator it. as yes. opposed to the bluetooth <laughs> speaker yeah I, I want the just because it has more power and yeah i don't want to have to worry about it like breaking down as much stuff right. like that um i feel like the digital versions of both consoles are going to have a lot of problems coming out of okay. the gate i agree and the other like downfall to the digital ones is they also come with less memory. Yeah, that's what I was reading too. Yeah. I think you get a terabyte with the excuse me, the uh, Series X and uh, 500 gigabytes with the Series S. Okay. Yeah, that's there's really not a lot of storage when you yeah. really think about it. But the nice thing is, and as expensive as it is, they're selling, you remember memory cards? Yeah. Essentially, that's what we're going back to. Nice. Um, I always but, lost mine all the time. <laughs> but they're uh, they're solid state drives, so they're very fast. Uh, the problem that the old systems had, uh, where you can get like an external hard drive, yeah, is they would regularly like burn out, okay. and it's like a hundred and twenty dollars wasted. Wow. Yeah. So that sucks. But the nice thing is, they don't these uh, solid state drives don't require a power source, and you just plug them in, and it's right back to the game. Okay. Um, the thing I like about that, what they've promoted about the Xbox is you can literally have like five games running at once and you can literally like seamlessly just jump back into your game without having to like reload anything. Okay. Uh, I think that's my biggest selling point and that and I've always kind of been an Xbox guy ever since the first yeah. Xbox. Um, you see, I never got the first Xbox. I was always a Nintendo guy until like eighth grade when I got the PS2 for the first time. I grew up a PlayStation guy. Uh, I remember I had the first PlayStation, and I begged and pleaded for the PlayStation 2 for my parents for Christmas when PlayStation 2 and Xbox just came out. Yeah. And I remember being such a shithead <laughs> on that Christmas because my parents, uh, my dad had a friend who was really into his Xbox that he bought, and my dad played it a couple times. He's like, this is badass. Like, yeah. He's like, I think this is what I'm going to get us for Christmas. Ended up getting it on Christmas, and I threw a fit for like, 
two days, and then like as you do when you're a kid, yeah, little shit, and like yeah, I've grown up to be much more appreciative of things. Um, but like a week after that, if I could use uh, language, I probably would have said fuck PlayStation at that point. I was like balls deep in love with my Xbox, <laughs> um, and pretty much never looked back. The only reason I even bought a PlayStation Four, which is the first one I had since the PlayStation, oh wow, was God of War. And then, because I wanted God of War, I got. I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna keep a console for one game, so I got like Horizon Zero Dawn and. Which I have, and I still haven't oh, played it. So good. <laughs> like, it's a very methodical game because like it's all about like picking your shots and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's dope. Um, and then also the Spider-Man game is another big selling yeah. point for that. Um, God of War also, uh, just as like a quick side note, released like a teaser trailer during the last like PlayStation press conference thing that they did. Yeah, actually I saw it yesterday. I it, watched it. It sucked because it's not really anything. Yeah. But it still made me excited. Just the announcement. Yeah. You got a name and a tentative release date yeah. of 2021. Yeah. Which is sooner than I expected. So At I least it's not happen. 2022 like Suicide Squad. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, at least we have uh, Gotham Knights to hold us over until then. Yeah, that's true. Because I'll be balls deep in that one too. And the Batman movie. Oh god, yes. But we're not going to we're not going to start talking about that because we'll just go on about that for like two hours. I will say this though, I will cut somebody if that gets delayed. If it gets delayed, I don't know what I'm going to do. I will go and kidnap uh, Matt Reeves just so I can get like a private screening. Like I. <laughs> I don't think I can go another year without a bad yeah. movie. Um, but uh, also, PlayStation had a their own little kerfuffle this week with uh, some Spider-Man video game related drama. Uh, basically, what happened is they're doing a remastered version of the Spider-Man PS4 game for the PS5. Uh, but everyone's upset because the only way you can get it is mm. if you purchase the Ultimate Edition of the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Okay. Which, in my personal opinion, is a deal, so it doesn't bother me. And I'm sure you would get that edition anyway, right? Am I right? If, if I were to get it, which I will when I get a PlayStation, yeah. I will get the Ultimate Edition because I want to see what kind of differences there are. Right. And if it's an extra $10 for the game I'm already going to buy, mm -hmm. cool. Like... Take my money. Right. Um, so I don't really get why people are super irritated with that one, but, you know, it is what it is. I just want to find something to complain about. I'm like, why would you want to pay $60 for this game and another 60 for the game that you're going to already buy instead of 70 Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. Also, you uh, pulled up something that said that PlayStation might be raising their prices to $70 per game, which, honestly, it feels like a matter of time. Yeah, that's that was like another big thing with the PS5, and I don't, I don't know if the Xbox is doing the same thing or not. Uh, they haven't said anything, but I do know the uh, president, the ex-president of PlayStation, uh, used a uh, mm, couple months ago was talking about games are getting more expensive to make, so it only makes sense that for like the AAA games they start charging more. Yeah, because it says here that the Sony games. Yes. Are going to be up to 70 yeah. bucks. Because they have to put so much more money into them themselves. Right. Um, other than that, I mean, 70 bucks is just an extra $10. I'm 
I remember when everybody cried about it going from 50 to 60. Like, and now that's just a normal thing. Yeah, so it's going to happen. Everything gets more expensive. I mean, look at gas prices. Yeah, so eventually they're going to be $90 games. Even when we're like 50. Yeah. Hopefully I'm a little older than that because, I don't know, inflation sucks. That's all I can say. Yeah. Um, and then going from there, which story, uh, do you want to touch on? Cause I know which one I'm most excited for. Right. Yeah. Um, and how about this? You told me that there was something that Ray Fisher said. Yeah. We'll start with that. Cause I think that's the biggest thing out of the news. And first I want to give a shout out to Dutch brothers. <laughs> uh, this drink is phenomenal. They, it's so much better than Starbucks, dude. I I know we're going off on a tangent. This is not a sponsorship, but if you wanna, I'm here. <laughs> I'd be glad. We need Manscaped. We need Dutch Brothers. We need something. Well, and Dutch Brothers is starting to pop up left and right because they really are. Uh, my tattoo guy always used to be like, dude, you need to come down to the Springs and try this place. It's called Dutch Brothers. This was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's this one that pops up off of like, basically. Between Sheridan and Lowell off of Colfax. Okay. So I tried it one day. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then all of a sudden, there's one. There, there's three, like an exit away from each other on the highway. It's 104th. Uh, it's 84th, 104th, and 136th. Mm. All opening, like, at the same time. And they're flooded with people. But they're <laughs> so much nicer than people at Starbucks. And, like, it's kind of cheaper, too. Really? Because I've only had it once before this. Stuff is fire, though. Yeah. Like, my wife is even talking about, like, going back to work there just because she likes getting free coffee. She worked there before? No, she worked at Starbucks. Right, so yeah, she's I like, that. She's, like, ready to jump over um, enemy lines. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so, uh, I guess we'll open into this by saying that there is conversation about uh, an extra week of reshoots for the Justice League movie. Yeah, um, yeah, they're talking about Zack Snyder wants to do reshoots for a week in October, Which and would cost twenty million. Yeah, cost another twenty million, adding it up to seventy, and and it's now come out that Henry Cavill is not going to be a part of it. So I'm interested to see that. I'm just curious as to why. I personally just don't see the point of a reshoot if the whole point was to see his vision that he had already finished. Yeah, because what they say he had over four hours of footage anyway. Yeah. What 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 more do we need? Yeah, I don't it's, think you need more like, than four footage. And four it's hours. not like we're gonna do anything extra with this. We're yeah. not making another movie after this that right. they've announced. No, it'll this will be the last Justice League movie with these actors. Yes. Uh other than the Flash. Yeah, but we'll see how that'll yeah. goes. But um yeah, moving on to there to the bigger topic, I guess related to that is uh, Ray Fisher has come out prior weeks um, that he had issues with uh, Josh Whedon and um, Jeff Johns. Yes. Um, and now it's coming out that, well, it's basically a rumor. I don't want to say it's official. Okay. That uh, he was asking for double of what they wanted to give him for his cameo in the new Flash movie. But now Ray Fisher's coming out and said that never happened. So I don't know who to believe. Who, if it, who said that he wanted double? Warner Brothers executives are saying that Ray Fisher was asking for double the amount they wanted to give him. It almost seems like a smear job for a smear job. It really does. But if, if it is true, <laughs> I'm not saying it is. If it is true, it's kind of fishy, then that kind of like 
his claims about Josh Whedon might not hold as much weight as they did. Here's my personal opinion. He has one acting credit. Therefore, yeah. he doesn't have the leverage. Right. So it wouldn't have made sense for him to make that uh, judgment call, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, if he has that big of an ego, I don't know. I feel like that's a completely different issue. Because, yes, you should make your money while you can. Yeah. But don't burn your bridges along the way. Yeah. Because Warner Brothers, the company, is... They, seems like they would hold a grudge. Oh, I mean, they have in the past. Yeah. I mean, I, I could look up some stuff, because I know I've heard a lot of things about, like, studios refusing to work with people. Yeah. Um, it's a dangerous game, but, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't think it's true. I don't think he asked for that. I think he... Uh, I, I do believe him on the Josh Whedon and Jeff Johns front because Jason Moa came out and supported yes. them and other actors. So, um, yeah, I don't think that'd be it in his character to do that. Yeah, he he just seems well. That dude, he stuck by their side up until the point that they were like, "Yes, we're going to get a, a Snyder cut." He didn't want to smear the movie and hurt its uh, performance in the box office. He did everything he could to kiss that movie's ass during the meantime because he feared for his career. Mm -hmm. And there's a quote from Ray Fisher about this on Twitter. It says, It would appear that Warner Brothers Pictures has gone from giving libelous official statements to one media outlet to becoming a source of purposeful misinformation for another. The people are on to you. The investigation is coming. Casting aspirations on me will not change that. Uh, what does libelous mean? <laughs> I've never heard of that word. I'm gonna look it up now. Libelous. Oh. Containing or constituting a libel? Not label, libel. Huh. What the fuck? Ultimately. I don't know. It don't matter. That's... Basically, he's saying Warner Brothers is full of shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm sorry, just big words throw me off from time to time. Especially, especially like words I've never fucking heard of. <laughs> uh, I thought it was made up for a second, or like a typo. <laughs> like, a liberty is what... Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> um, but no, he knows something we don't. Yeah. Apparently. Fucking theater kids. Yeah. Um. Okay, so going from there, well, let's continue. Like, pretty much everything we have that I can think of is DC news, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Holy That's shit. That's what I... Oh, basically... No. We have a little bit of Disney. Uh, a little bit. Stuff. For the most part, this channel is mainly like a, a Disney channel podcast. I'll be the first to say I'm biased. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, next, we'll say... To just because I want to hold off on that one until uh, maybe a little closer to the end. Okay. Aldous Hodge to play Hawkman in DC film Black Adam. And if you don't know who Aldous Hodge is, he is he played MC Ren in <laughs> Straight Outta Compton. I, I know he's been in more than that, but yeah, that is the that's thing the I remember him from. Um, and he did a pretty solid performance, especially because MC Ren wasn't like a big character. Yeah, he was only in the movie for, movie for like ten minutes combined. Yeah, yeah. he had a, he had more screen time than uh, Jared Leto's Joker though. So, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, I will say the plus to this, though, is uh, Hawkman is essentially a reincarnated uh, superhero. Like, he dies and comes back and relives, and, like, just every generation there's a new Hawkman, but it's always the okay. same person just reborn. He's one of those characters where I know nothing about. Him and Hawkman are uh, attached to each other. 
Okay. Along with, I believe, Vandal Savage, who's their, like, main villain. Okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> they're, they're from Egypt. They're, uh, Prince and, uh, I don't know if she's a princess, but, like, it's like a forbidden love type thing. Yeah. And they're in Egypt, and every iteration in the comics and in TV of Hawkman has been white, and it hasn't made sense to me. Okay. So, yeah, see, I just always assumed he was white because I knew nothing about it. Well, and then at one point they changed their uh, origin story to where they weren't even like a reincarnated couple like following. It's almost like Hancock. Okay. Okay? Like okay. if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, whereas that's not so much reincarnation but it's like always getting their ways back to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But he... I, I don't know. I'm just... They... Decided to make them from a different planet called Thanagar for a while. Okay. I don't think it stuck because no one liked it. <laughs> um, but, like, their uh, origin story is also heavily tied to Nth Metal from the comics. Okay. Which was a big part of uh, DC's uh, Dark Metal and uh, Dark uh, series last two years ago. And th those were some of my favorite comics that I've ever read because there was, like, the multiple different versions of Batman, like one for every Justice League member type thing. Right. It's like a cyborg Batman, uh, Red Death Batman, which was like a Flash Batman. Uh, there was a Doomsday Batman, a Wonder Woman, like almost Ares Batman. Okay. There was a bunch of like different twists too. It was nice. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see if they cast a, a hot woman for this movie as well. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm sure more casting news is going to come out in the next couple months. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to this guy playing Hawk, Hawkman, and the movie comes out December 21st, 2020. I am curious with a couple things about this, though. Yeah. Um, what time is this Black Adam movie set in? Is it set in the past? Yes. Okay, so if so, I think they said the Atom Smasher is going to be in it. Okay. How I think, yeah, I think I saw something about that, I thought. Yeah, Atom Smasher. Okay, so I don't know how that's going to work. I'm Noah Centineo. Oh, Noah Centineo is playing. Is that Adam that uh, kid from The Fosters? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh, well, it starts it? with a J, doesn't it? Fuck, I can't. I've seen that show a so couple lie. times. I forget. <laughs> um. Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Um. And you know, he's actually. Um. I don't know if it's still happening, but he was confirmed he was going to play He Man. I don't know if that's still happening. In what? Masters of the Universe. The TV show? I, no, it was, a, it was a movie, I think. Oh, okay. I don't so, know if that's happening anymore. But. I know the TV show, the cartoon that they're making, yeah. it's uh, the guy who's married to Melissa Benoist, uh, Christopher Wood. And he's voicing uh, He-Man and uh, his human version that I can't think of his name. Um, that is crazy, though. I, didn't, I would not have pictured him as He-Man, especially because he doesn't have like the blonde hair. Yeah, he's prepping for it right now. Huh. I hope he gets fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a better actor than I thought. Oh, yeah. Because I knew nothing about him before I saw him in The Fosters. Yeah. I now I, I, like, I kind of like him as an actor, so looking forward to no, that. I 100% agree. I did enjoy his work more than the kid who played Jesus before. The fact that they... The Wizards of Waverly Place kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of jarring at first, though. It was. I was, I was like, like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, no explanation yeah. at all. It reminds me of when I was a kid, my mom would watch uh, soap operas, <laughs> and like a couple would get married or something, 
and they would take a vacation from the show, but they were still written into the show, so they'd have substitute actors come in for like three weeks. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just pop back up and you're like, okay, everything feels normal again. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm, I'm happy that they're at least kind of sticking with, uh, like a darker skin to ethnicity for that era and region, just because it makes more sense. Like, yeah, that whole Gods of Egypt movie was trash because they whitewashed the fuck out of it. I didn't even bother with that movie. Neither did I, because the biggest thing I heard even before the movie came out was, this looks stupid as fuck because you have, like, no authenticity. It didn't make any sense. Just based on the trailers and shit, it kind of reminded me of uh, Clash of the Titans. Just like that, a, just like, style, a like, at, like a D grade. Yeah, Clash like a D grade. Yeah. Yeah, it, and honestly, the effects didn't even look that good in the trailers. Mm. Like Clash of the Titans was more appealing to me. Yeah, and I still haven't watched that. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a pretty just a watchable movie. Wasn't uh, Henry Cavill in Clash? Was it Clash or the other one? Uh, Wrath. He was not in Clash. So, so he must have been in Wrath. Okay. I've never seen Wrath. Because I think he was Perse No, Perseus is the other dude. Perseus is the dude from Avatar. I'm trying to, uh, oh, wow, I did. I forgot about him. Um, I know he is a fairly big character and helps him fight the Kraken, I believe, in Wrath. Because the Kraken's in Clash. Maybe I'm tripping. I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll look it up real quick just cause, to make sure. Yeah. Um. So Henry Cavill... It was in, if it'll load, here we go. Henry Cavill. I might be thinking of Immortals. I think I'm thinking of Immortals. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's Immortals. So that's my fault on that one. Um, he surprisingly doesn't have that many uh, uh, credits. He only has 26 acting credits. Which really? is surprising because that he's is such a huge name at this point. Yeah. Um, but then going from the Hawkman news, Let's... Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Has been delayed again to December twenty fifth. Something like that. It's almost to the point where I don't even care. I uh, at this point, do they just need to release it? Do home video, whatever. Just take the L. Yeah. I honestly, I don't know if they're going to keep going with her either at this point. So I'm just like... Yeah, it's getting to the point where I'm just like done. I just just, just end it. Yeah. And I'm make so, the Flash movie be the end of all yeah. that. I'm so uninvested at this point because of yeah. all the mishandling. Like, I want Justice League movies, but I want it to be handled the way the MCU was handled there. That whole DCU mishap could have been avoided. Like, it shouldn't have been that hard. It should have been one movie at a time. Yeah. Focus on introducing characters. If you want to do a team-up movie, cool. Should have been, Man of Steel is a good yeah. jumping-off point. Then you go Man of Steel 2. Then you do a Batman movie. Then you do Batman vs. Superman. Yes. And then you can do Suicide Squad. More character building. Yeah. They're... Oh. Honestly, Batman... Batman vs. Superman would have would have worked as a sequel to, to Man of Steel if they would have released the uh, ultimate cut as a theatrical cut and maybe added a little bit more in there. I don't get why studios are so scared to release long cuts of movies anymore. Yeah. Because look at Titanic. 
Titanic was one of the highest grossing movies of all. It's it's number three or number four now. Yeah. I think it's number four. Yeah, and that thing's almost four hours long. Yeah. You can't tell me it's not profitable. It is. I just Hell, if I you honestly need, don't know. If you need to sell a ticket for two extra dollars because it's an hour longer, I'll be there. I don't give a shit. People who like comic books and like those characters and like those movies will be there regardless. Yes, and if you tell them you have to sit in a movie theater for an extra 30 minutes, do you think they're going to be mad? We've <laughs> waited We've waited so long for some of these characters to be brought to the big screen. Like, Batman and Superman in the same movie seemed like a pipe dream. Yeah. For the longest time. And then all of a sudden, you get a bunch of firsts in that movie, and then you destroy it by taking out what like the biggest subplot. Yeah. Like whereas the subplot in the Daredevil movie we watched last week was <laughs> nonsense and didn't need to be there. Yeah. The subplot from Batman vs Superman answered everything that I walked out of the movie going, huh? It filled so many holes. Yes. And it made it gave uh, Clark Kent Superman a bigger role in the movie. Yes. It made his motivations make more sense. It made his reactions make more sense. Yeah. And honestly, it almost gave you more of a understanding of how he could have figured out who Bruce Wayne was. Even yeah. though I love that scene from, I believe it's Dark Side War. It was, it was when the New 52 started, where Batman already knew Superman was Clark Kent, but the quick solution for... Superman to figure out who Batman was what was by using his x-ray vision to look under the mask. Okay. So, like, something like that would have been dope, too. Right. But, like, there's just too much fast-moving stuff in that franchise that was kind of swept under the rug that was slightly irritating. Yeah. They just... what The main problem with all that DCEU, the main problem was that they were trying to keep up with Marvel yeah. instead of... Worrying about developing their own universe and doing it their own way. Well, which I think that's what they're doing now. Yes, but and, and here's my thing. I honestly don't want a Justice League movie for 10 years. I'd be fine with that. Because I would want to do this a little bit differently. And like, I, I want you to hear me out on this. You're going you're gonna to no. include the wrong pass and It doesn't need to be. Like, I would like it to, but like, if you want to create a franchise... That's going to span the way the MCU has. Yeah. Introduce characters with their own solo movies. Yeah. And then give each person over the next 10 years, each character, have them do one team-up movie. And then see how those do. Mm -hmm. See if the writers can connect things properly. And we don't just get a three-second cameo from someone pretending to be Henry Cavill's Superman and Shazam. Yeah. And, From the neck down. Yeah. And let's just flesh out some characters. And then, if it's working well, then move to a Justice League movie. Yeah. Prove you can handle the characters you have. I do want a Shazam Superman Black Adam movie. That is so well done in the comics that, like, that would be the perfect storyline to go with. A Wonder Woman Batman movie would also be dope. Mm -hmm. Especially if you kind of explore their semi-romance thing they had going on right. during the Justice League cartoon. Um, like, there's so many things you can do. <clears throat> a Flash and Green Lantern movie. A Flash and Cyborg movie. I think the movie I want more than anything, if we're doing team-ups, though, I want a Green Lantern, Green Arrow, hard-traveling heroes team-up. Okay. Like, that whole uh, Speedy being a junkie storyline is one of my favorite things in the world. Okay. Um, 
I, just, I think if you can do that and prove that you can handle these characters, like throwing in the Hulk and the Iron Man 3 was a decent touch and it wasn't like overboard. Yeah. It wasn't in your face. Yeah. Just little touches like that to where I don't feel like you're ruining the story. Or a thing like in uh, Hulk and Thor Ragnarok. That was beautifully done. Yeah. But I also blame Taika Waititi for all of that. <laughs> I do not really give Marvel that much credit. Like, that is his brainchild. In my right. Because before that, <clears throat> Patty Jenkins stepped down from doing Thor Dark World because she disagreed with their direction. And look how that movie turned out. <clears throat> Clearly, she <laughs> was right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she goes to direct something <clears throat> far more successful with Wonder Woman. And then... You finally give some creative freedom to a director, and you get Ragnarok, which is by far, hands down, the best Thor movie in the trilogy. Yeah, and it's one of the few MCU movies I like, because you know I'm really, not really a huge yeah. MCU fan. And I'm not crazy about them, but I appreciate their eye for continuity right? more than anything else. Yeah, they, Kevin Feige has a firm grasp on what he wants and yes. it's worked which is far. why i'm also okay with him running his own little star wars franchise yeah i just don't want brie larson anywhere near any of those no guys. what i want is what i've heard the rumor about which is robert pattinson playing a lead in those movies i want him as the jedi dude be fun uh, no 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 i want him as a sith i want him as a gray jedi where he kind of straddles the line i want him straight dark Straight dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say some stupid shit, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it. I, I was going to say, I want him to be a Jedi and fucking get uh, your boy uh, Taylor Lautner to get fucking shredded again and be a Sith. No. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> see if they can find anything compelling. I honestly don't know if I ever want to see him in anything. The only company who has even a fucking chance of reviving him is A24. I think we talked about that like yeah. two podcasts Oh yeah, we did. Ago. They can revive almost anything. Yes. And I think that's the only way I'd be able to take him seriously. Because like, yeah. I loved him in Sharkboy and Lava Girl when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Twilight ruined him. And then he further destroyed his career with Abduction and Abduction. Ridiculous 6. Yeah. Ridiculous 6 was his death nail. Yeah, you can put any actor in an A24 movie. If I see a trailer and it says A24, I'm like, okay, this is going to be some serious <laughs> shit. Like, I'm going to be there regardless. Yeah. So, uh, they, they do take the big risks with uh, scripts, yeah. which I like. Yeah. Um, they give smaller filmmakers chances, yes. too. That's how Ari Aster came out. Robert Eggers yes. of the world. I, I would like to see them reunite at one point, but I want it to be after he's done some, like, major character work yeah and like earned it yeah because he he ruined his image because he has potential there's always potential there yeah i want to see him in a 24 movie and then as we talked about before zach efron dude <laughs> he's so so who would you want actor. to be a jedi because right, i do agree with the zach efron thing i just want to say that one before yeah if we do have a jedi movie or a star wars movie with Robert Pattinson, and he were a Sith. What would you? Who would you like to play opposite of him? Nicholas Cage. Oh my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Honestly, you, in a second. Go. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Okay. I mean, but that's the easy answer. We will always put those two <laughs> movies together. Like, I would put him in any movie, honestly. Timothy Chalamet. I would put the two of them in almost any movie together, or any movie period. 
True. We have in our, like, all of our fan castings. We need him as Robin. Dude, there's nobody else in my mind that can take that role. There's really not. Especially a Dick Grayson. He fits perfect. He needs to be. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Why hasn't it happened yet? Um, but seriously, just because you said A24 can do anything with any actor, do you think they could pull gold out of Nicolas Cage? Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, with, with what? Like, what he's done... Comparatively, do you think that he could do better in an A24 movie? I think they need to put him in a situation that he's not really used to. Because normally you think of Nicolas Cage, he's been in action movies. And as of late, he's been in some weird-ass horror movies like Color Out of Space, Mandy, and shit like that. Okay. Um, I want to see him in a straight drama, a not a, like a guy in his whatever age he is dealing with life. So, you want kind of like Weatherman? Yeah. Okay. I did enjoy that movie. Mm. Um, but more... I, I see what you're saying. It, it would be hard to find the right thing for him, though. I mm -hmm. But I do feel like A24 could do yeah. it. Um, do you feel like there's anybody that A24 couldn't revive? I know it's a hard one. I don't know anybody who's fallen off that hard. Uh, <laughs> that, I, that comes to mind. I mean, right you say one person's name all the time. Brie Larson. No. I don't want her near anything I, that I want. I understand want. that, but I'm saying, do you think A24 could make you like her? She was ready in an A24 movie. What movie? Room. Room? Yeah, she won Best, uh, best Actress for that movie. Did you enjoy that movie? It was a good movie. Okay, so the answer is yes. They did something good with her. Yeah, but to be fair, she's like her, to be fair, she's a really good actress. I just don't like her. And I, I can understand why. I will say yeah. the thing I think she's had the most character in is uh, Community. The one... Like, I tried to think of something else that she's really good in, but I think she was the worst part of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And I... See, I still haven't seen that movie. It's actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't know, like, I didn't really like her as Captain Marvel. She's very wooden and, like, one-dimensional, I think. Uh, she didn't, like, really stretch her acting limbs for that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, it just felt very by-the-numbers superhero movie. Right. It was a safe movie, I yeah. will say that. It was very safe. Yeah. Especially, I, like, I feel like Wonder Woman took more, uh, risks. It did, and Wonder Woman had a... It wasn't like a typical superhero movie, like look-wise too. Like yeah. cinema, it looked like a like a period piece, like a war yeah. drama. Yeah, it was very well done, and the the bait and switch with the villains made me happy. Yeah, I will say the only downside to Wonder Woman is the villain fight at the end. That kind of like goes over. I'm like you kind of you had this tone going throughout the whole movie, and then that. I mean, I understand it's Wonder Woman, but like fuck. <laughs> My favorite thing that came out of that fight though was all the uh, Nigel Thornberry memes. <laughs> Saying Ares looked like fucking Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. Um, I I do agree that I don't know. I feel like they could have built uh, built to that a little bit better. But I mean, I was still happy with yeah. the overall outcome. Yeah, and I think that has one of the most iconic scenes, not just in a superhero movie, but a movie in general, the No Man's Land scene. Oh yeah. When she comes out of the trench. That was beautiful. That's iconic. That was fan fucking. Yeah. 
That was some... And the line she says before that. I forget the line specifically. It... But she's like... Then Chris... Whatever Chris Pine says, you can't go up there or whatever. Fuck. And then she says... What the fuck's her line? Uh, I can't remember. But like... I will say the one thing that excites me about a Wonder Woman sequel is the potential for... Uh, uh, Hades to be the main villain. Yeah. But that would also kind of contradict the scene from uh, Wonder Woman, the first one, where they basically said Ares killed all the gods. Yeah. So I don't know. Either way, I'm interested. I'm just not as hyped as I was. Right. Um, and then after we figure out what that line was, because that was an epic scene. And it was, it, it reminded me of a lot of those Daredevil shots we talked about, like, just very comic book panel-esque. It, it seemed like a, it came straight from the page. Yeah, I agree with that. And it was, it, it was very well shot, and the slow motion, the bullet bouncing off the bracelets, just everything. Right. It was fantastic. Great, this one has... Da, oh, uh, nice. It has the subtitles. Just missed it. Give it to me. Oh, it's right, right, right here. Turns around. So Wonder Woman's about to get undressed, so to speak. <laughs> what the fuck is this chick doing? Of course, on that one part. No. Oh, there's. <laughs> you have to put the headphones on because it skipped over the subtitles. What was the line? No, but it's what I'm going to do. So it wasn't anything like overly like inspirational, but it was very right moment. Right I feel moment. there's more to it. We just got to watch the whole scene because I think what he says kind of builds, to, builds it. to it. But yeah, anyway, that, that, that scene is yeah. iconic. And, and like, I think Patty Jenkins definitely earned any acclaim that that movie gave her because yeah. she fought to give her vision to something. Mm -hmm. That's why she wouldn't continue with Thor Dark World. Right. Thank God. Because <laughs> um, Lord only knows what they would have made her do. Because the only reason they wanted her was to be able to say, oh, we have the first female director for a big budget superhero movie. Yeah. Um, well, we're still going to control what she does. Yeah. Um, and then I know that was a really long tangent, <laughs> Yeah. but we were also going to talk about how Black Widow has now been pushed to May. Yeah, Black Widow's been pushed back, which I saw coming anyway. Oh yeah, 100%. And then it also ended up pushing back the Eternals, I can't remember exactly how long. Because um, that was supposed to come out December of this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it December or October? I know it was either it was one of the last oh, October, November, December. I think it was it was either October or November. Yeah. Um. So that got pushed back, and then it actually kind of changed the order of Phase Four of the MCU, because WandaVision was supposed to come out after Black Widow, in chronological order. I don't know if there's a reason for that. Uh, we'll see when the show comes out. Yeah, judging by the trailer, I can't tell because that thing looks weird as shit. Well, it looks like they're going to be going off of the House of M comics. Okay. Which will be essentially 
if I'm remembering correctly from everything I've heard, the birth of mutants in the MCU. Okay. So it'll be our uh, gate or portal to the X-Men. We'll see how long it actually takes for them to I hope they introduce do the X-Men. And yeah. I wouldn't mind a Wolverine movie. And then a Cyclops movie where we can actually invest in Cyclops and not feel like he's a little uh, bitch. So you want a Wolverine movie to start? Not Wolverine specifically. Yeah, I don't I, think I, they I should blow it a little bit. Yeah, I think you should you should wait for Wolverine until an actual X movie. Comes I out. say let's do a Professor X movie first, like just Professor X. That's interesting. Um, just because he's the foundation in my opinion. Shia LaBeouf. No, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to really bite down on that, but I. No, that doesn't fit at all. I don't want to keep James McAvoy. You can't. I I enjoyed his work in First Class and Days of Future Past. But I don't even want a young... Uh, you know what? I'm going to change my opinion. I do want to see who they would cast. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't do a Professor X. Professor X should show up at the end of each one of the quote-unquote X-Men movies. Like Nick Fury did? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that, and build towards an X-Men versus Avengers movie. Okay. Um, where, like, I think at that point, Avengers should recruit the Fantastic Four. Okay. But you slowly start building the X-Men team. Not, not so much to fight the Avengers for that sole purpose, because obviously it'll be a bait and switch. They'll be fighting something else. Yeah. It'll be like Batman or Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think of who would be a good second pick for that. Because I'm not crazy familiar with X-Men except for the cartoons when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Wolverine was always a very big uh, focus. Mm-hmm. Cyclops was a very big focus. He was made very boring in the original movies to me, though. Yeah. Very white bread. Yep. Uh, Jean Grey would be a decent first movie. Uh, Nightcrawler would be dope. I just... I'd like to see Cyclops. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about Cyclops. Cyclops. um, Colossus. Colossus would be dope. Yeah. Um, Only reason I'm going to say I'm halfway interested in that one. Would it be the same Colossus? Here's the thing. There's two different Colossus. Colossi? Colossus. Colossi. Colossus. This is because you have the Colossus from Deadpool. That's what I'm saying. Would it be that one? Because I hope so. De- Deadpool's like is isn't officially a part of because he was at Marvel Studios. He took that picture there. He, Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. He's the only person I'd be willing to let them rewrite his first two movies for. But then again, <sighs> it'd be it'd be cool to just keep his first two movies as is, and then he has to like try to explain why or how. He connects to that. In it a would movie. make a great end joke. Yeah, it like, would. So I, I'd be happy with him just continuing with that. Yeah. Uh, keeping him as uh, the only problem with that is they had that one fucking scene where they had the X Men. Uh, what was it? Uh, apocalypse actors. Oh yeah. In did. Deadpool two. two. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> all, about that. They're all closing the door. Yeah. He's like sitting there cursing at the top of his lungs. Yeah. I will say I want them to keep Negasonic Teenage Warhead because she's a badass in those movies. Yeah. Um, I I will say I want them to do that. Just kind of explain away the garbage X-Men and kind of tie it into the new one. Right. 
maybe get a good X-Force movie out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. But like I said, like, if I could have any superhero movie... It, I want to hear from you first, because I already said if I could have any superhero movie, it would be Green Arrow, Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. If you had to pick from the top of your head any combination of any version of superhero, what would it be? Marvel? Any franchise. Because I picked DC, obviously. Okay. Well, if I'm going to go Marvel, I'd, I'd go... I'd go Daredevil. Different actor. Okay. I dig that. I'd like to see a and Daredevil movie. I, I will continue off of that. I mean, I technically did last week. I would still kill for a Daredevil Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Almost in the vein of what they did with like Iron Man and uh, Spider-Man. Okay. But obviously not the one-to-one -one ratio. Yeah. Um, I'd still like to see them make a Daredevil movie that's probably won't be rated R, but it'd be nice if it was rated R. Still have it dark. I'd kill for a rated R movie, but I don't want it to be rated R for sexual reasons. No, for violence yeah. reasons. Violence. And a few cuss words here and there. Yeah. yeah. Violence and subject matter. Yeah. Because even it, drug use. Yeah. Soft. E even use. my in my opinion, Daredevil should be kind of a controversial character because he's heavily tied to religion. Yeah. And also like throwing religion away. He yeah. teeters on the edge of it. He's really. It's really a deep character when yeah. you look at him. There's like a lot you can do with that. I will say, and I will blame most of this on Charlie Cox, Daredevil's probably probably my favorite Marvel superhero. Okay. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just, especially that version, super compelling. Yeah, that character has always grown on me a lot. Um, just like I was saying, there's a lot you can do in the movie oh, yeah. that doesn't necessarily relate to him doing the hero shit. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Um, the courtroom stuff, in my opinion. Psych psychologically, yeah. you can do philosophy, philosophy yeah. stuff. Um, there's a lot you could do. Oh, yeah. No, you I can make I, it a, like a drama movie. Almost. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of fantastic storylines to mm -hmm. go with Daredevil. Like, the man without fear is obviously the most uh, popular one. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot that are that shit insane. So yeah. I'd be happy with that. Um, should we move on to our last uh, big piece of news? Well, before we get to that, there okay. was something else that popped up yesterday, or today. Yeah, it was earlier today okay. that I just found today. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is going to return as Nick Fury in a new Marvel uh, show for Disney+, Plus, and there's no name for the show yet or anything like that. He's just confirmed to come back, and the last time we saw him was... Um, in the post credit scene for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, when he's on the, uh, the scroll ship. Oh, shit. I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not true. Wait. Yeah, because Spider-Man came out after Endgame. Yep. Shit. Huh. Because, was Spider-Man also the last Marvel movie to come out? Am I tripping? No, that was July of last year. Yeah. There, was there one after that? I, do, I don't know. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been the longest this whole, year of my life, so... Here's a COVID mention. This yeah. whole COVID thing really <laughs> fucked it, everything it up. It took us like an hour to get there, though, so... Yeah. It's okay. Let's see. Let's look at the releases. Uh, I don't know the timeline. Release order. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the release order. What was the last one? You might, you might be right. Not yeah, it was. Panther? It was. Oh, my God. God, it's Holy been shit. over a year. 
We went to that movie together. We did. Was that was right a after month after May 20. Not even oh, a month, a few weeks after. That is insane. So we went, what, not, did we go opening day? Or a couple we days We went after? like a couple days after, okay. if not a week after. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that's insane. Over a year without an MCU movie and didn't even notice. That doesn't feel real, dude. It doesn't. Yeah, because Black Widow was supposed to come out several months ago now. Was that... Was May. It was supposed to come out in May? Yeah, it was supposed to come out in May. I thought it was supposed to come out in August for some reason. No, that was its first delay May. date, wasn't it? Yeah. May, yeah, when this COVID stuff happened. And yeah, originally the, May. The Eternals was supposed to come out... You're probably right in November. It might be November. Is November or December? Yeah, it was supposed to come out November 5th. <laughs> Next month, and then or Shane, two months from now. I heard Shang-Chi might actually come out now before, uh, if they keep the current release date. Yeah, July. Come out before uh, The Eternals. So their whole fucking, like, timeline's gonna be kind of screwed. I mean. Unless they'll, they'll make it work. Yeah, sure. they'll, they'll, they'll just explain it a little yeah. bit. But yeah, fucking Far From Home was the last MCU movie. Damn. Pretty wild. Oh, uh, side note. Did you hear the casting news? that could decide certain things for Fantastic Four. Like, it could decide future casting. Choices. I want to say I did, but I can't recall. The casting of Kang the Conqueror, which will be yes. essentially their big... Uh, the dude from the Lovecraft uh, Country show. Could you look up his name? Because I don't want to yeah. fuck it up. Um, which means that we would either get either, either or a black... Uh, Mr. Fantastic or a black invisible woman. Jonathan Majors is his name. Yes. He was in the Five Bloods. He's in Lovecraft, Lovecraft oh, yeah. Country. Um, the last black man in San Francisco, I think is what the movie's called. Huh. Uh, yeah. So that casting, him being a black man, and his parents being Reed Richards and Sue Storm, could make one or both of his parents and his uncle African American as well. Okay. Being the Human Torch. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't know really too much about Kang the Conqueror, although I had I had a toy of Kang the Conqueror. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, he is uh, Nathaniel uh, Richards. He is the son of Sue and uh, Reed. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with that now. So that means Fantastic Four could be coming soon. Yes, and it also makes me think that the jumping off point for Fantastic Four could be an Ant-Man movie. Why is he, he going to be an Ant-Man because yeah. he is uh, a ruler of a kingdom inside the quantum realm. Oh, okay. So, like, it... it so maybe this Ant-Man will be uh, more interesting than the last one. I... I, I did liked, not like that. I liked certain parts of it. I it liked, felt like filler to me. I liked too. the David Desmalchian scenes. I like David Desmalchian in almost anything, though. Yeah, he's a good actor. Um, T.I. was pretty funny in it. and Michael Pena. Michael Pena, dude. That guy <laughs> does exposition so yeah. well. And it's crazy because he has roles like that, and then he has End of Watch. Which is a great oh movie. Oh my god. That's a sad movie. I really almost, I think I did roll a tear during that movie. Yeah. Like, it is beautiful. That's true friendship. Yeah. Well, and like, I grew up with a lot of my family being police officers and stuff, yeah. so like that just, it hit hard. I definitely wouldn't be a cop in South Central Los Angeles. I wouldn't be a cop in today's climate. No. Um, I have considered a firefighter, because I think that'd be cool, and they get a lot more love. Yeah, the only reason I'd be a cop is because I low-key want to be a detective. Detective would be But a you blast. have to be a cop. Detective would be a blast until you see some shit. Because I want to interrogate some people. <laughs> Throw them against the wall. Where are they? 
Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why do you want to kill me? <laughs> it just makes when you say that, it just makes me think of the spoof. It doesn't make me think of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't wanna kill you. I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> oh fuck me, dude. Yeah, but honestly, oh. yeah, Loki, it'd be cool to be a detective, but you have to be a cop first. Oh yeah. Yeah, so. you have to do the beat. My grandma was a detective uh, for roughly 20 years, especially right. in like major sex crimes. So like, I'm she, sure she saw some shit. Oh yeah, it was not fun for her. Right. Do um, you get? I'm sure like, well, in sword and scale. Oh shit, another sword and scale plug. Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Part. There you go, Mike Boudet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Mike Boudet. Yeah, did you listen to that episode? It's it's an older episode. Well, when he's talking to that guy who used to be EMT. I think so. Yeah, and yeah, he's I, talking I about what he'd do at night and shit, and the reason why he quit is because one night he came home, he had something in his shoe, and uh, he thought it was something, but it turned out to be, like, skull. Uh-huh. And he looked at it and was just like, oh. Like, he was so desensitized to it that it scared him, and he's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I, I'm sure I, it's almost the same for a detective, depending. Oh, I'm 100% sure. Yeah. Uh, there is a reason that police officers are, have the highest rate of alcoholism of any profession in the yeah, and that would be a big part of it. The shit you walk in on and see is—it's not good for your mental health. Yeah, you see all these cop shows, and you think it's like fun, like just driving around in the cop car, doing crazy shit. I wish they would either do a cop drama or a good cop movie that didn't paint, that painted everybody in like shades of gray, and it wasn't so black, like black and white. Yeah, because normally when you see like a typical cop show or something else, it's all these like macho. Yeah. Dudes. End of Watch is probably like one of the most oh, yes. movie not like that. I yeah. guess. And I think that's why I enjoy that one so much too, is it's yeah. not pandering to either side, honestly. Yeah. Mind. It's very It like, just is what it is. Yeah. It shows you the gritty parts of it, but it also shows you like the love you get from the people you work with. And it shows that they don't know when to stop yeah. investigating shit and it gets them into some shit. Yeah. We gotta do a review of that too. Oh, I'd love to. I can watch that movie a million times. Yeah. Like, and every time I watch it, I notice something different. Like, I forgot David Harbour was in it until the last time I watched it. Get stabbed in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be well, a shitty situation. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Like, I think one day we need to sit down and do, like, a three-hour podcast. I would do it tonight if we both had the time, but obviously you have to work tomorrow. Yeah, um, unfortunately. So Not off on Saturday like a normal person. I mean, we're both off Sundays. I mean, we can plan on it sometime soon. Yeah. Um, but going from here, there's side one note first. Okay, let's, let's be cops. Uh, the movie? Or no, like, okay. legit. Let's be cops. I'm down. All right. Like, as long as we do it legally. <laughs> I don't think Ariana would let you. She actually will not. Yeah, I've so, tried. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I mean, we can do it, though, and we can just say, I don't know what you're talking about. Too late. <laughs> I'm a cop. But you know that means that you would have to cut your hair. Yeah. And that's the only thing that I think... I'm not ready for that. Maybe, like, in a couple of years, maybe. And I'd have to keep my hair as long as it is now because I can't have head tattoos. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. Um. So, our... I don't know if we can call it our biggest piece of news, but the one I'm probably the most excited for. Me too. And the one that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, very honestly. out of nowhere. But it makes me that much more excited for the Suicide Squad movie. Yes. So, with that lead-in, would you like to tell people what is... uh? Happening. It was just announced that there is going to be an HBO Max series 
based on the Peacemaker character played by John Cena. Yes, and it also sounded, from what I heard, like it could still have some influence from, uh, I almost said Sean Gunn. Uh, James Gunn. James Gunn. And it's going to be eight episodes. I read that he's going to write all the episodes, and he's going to at least direct a couple. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I, I, dude, I have as much faith in him as I do in Taika Waititi. So. Oh, yeah. And it got sent straight to series, so. Yeah. Which shows you, and this is one thing me and you talked about, it shows you how much faith they have in John Cena's portrayal of the character. Right. A character that nobody knows. And I think they're playing. They're still playing it kind of safe with just eight episodes because I'm sure they could have gone more than that. Um, I don't know because they did the same thing with The Witcher. Was it eight episodes? Well, the Witcher is eight episodes. Okay. So like, it's a full series order or a full season order. It's just high produced, high budget episodes. Okay, and the production is going to begin before. No, no, yeah, before he does Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Wow. Man. Yeah. Considering that no one knows when that's actually going to be, it it, it could be a couple of years from now. At least I, I'm that's guessing different. 2023, 2024. Doesn't he have the script already done though for Volume Three? I know he had it done before. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably gone through a couple extra rewrites since. But yeah, and also he, he's going to do the Suicide Squad run, and then he's going to do this Peacemaker show, and probably write a sequel to Suicide Squad. I'm sure. Oh, so now I have two reasons. To buy HBO Max. Yeah. I already have it. Listen. But I will not buy it until they make an app for Roku. Oh, okay. You can't download the HBO Max app on Roku. Yeah. You just don't want to get the HBO Max app by itself? They don't have one. On Roku. Like, you oh, can't. well, I'm not talking about Roku, just like itself. Just well, HBO Max. Like. Because I just have HBO Max just well, by like, itself. Like, like the website? Yeah, on, on Xbox. Oh, there's an app on... Yeah. Then I'll just get it on Xbox. I'm fine. Yeah, that's what I have. Okay. So, yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> I can't even give you my login information. I mean, we didn't say that out loud. But yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. I'm just kidding. I don't care if we said it out yeah. loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm down. Uh, especially because everything that I wanted to watch on the DC Universe app is leaving the DC Universe app to go to HBO Max. The Harley Quinn shows on there. Just started yeah. watching that. The Harley Quinn. That's fucking funny. It really is. That's what the Harley Quinn movie should have been. You know who the voice is, right? Yeah, it's uh Haley Coco. Coco. How the fuck you saying? Yeah, that blew my mind that they cast her. I was like, she fits perfect. Like, I she was by far the best part of. I love the Bane theory. Bane in that show. I can't remember who's Bane in that one. I think it's Alan Tudyk because he plays multiple people in that. But yeah, the way they make him talk like Tom. <laughs> that's oh, funny. They, they did a lot of things right with that show. Like, yeah, it was it was very it was a good way of doing like adult humor. Yeah, and like I was saying, like the beginning, of the first episode, that's how the Harley Quinn movie should have. Yes. Been. I still say that I liked it more than Suicide Squad, the Birds of Prey. Yeah. But I mean, you shouldn't have fucking called it Birds of Prey. Call it Harley Quinn. Just yeah. Like, just something like. Like they they did a lot of things wrong with that movie in my yeah. opinion, but that's like a I've seen it twice and I think I'm good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've seen it twice as well, yeah. and only twice because uh, my little brother wanted to watch it and I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I was definitely sad that they decided to take all that off the of DC universe because I was that's a failed yeah. thing. Well, dude, I was happy because I had a bunch of comic books, so I didn't have to buy any. Um, and then 
all these shows like Titans. I loved Titans. Mm. Uh, is that going HBO Max? The the new season that's going on HBO Max, and they'll okay. be making a new season. Okay, because Doom Patrol is already on there. Yeah, and they'll be making another season of Doom Patrol. Yeah, it's a hit. I want to see what they do with Swamp Thing. Yeah, they kind of stalled on that. They made so they did a ten episode order, mm. and then they only made eight episodes and shortened the season. Mm. Uh, I also want to say that was per- produced by James. Bond. Yeah, it was. So, I don't know why they cut it short. I heard good things. Uh, I heard it got a second uh, Spring of Life on the CW channel. Oh, shit. Uh, so, I think they were going to base what they do in the future off of the viewership for that. I wonder if they'll... I, I think I read a rumor about it, but I wonder if they're actually going to do a, a Static Shock show or movie. I heard that, too. I actually think I heard it on Batman Beyond. You know what? It was a part of the DC fandom. Yes. Yeah. The, the first half of DC fandom. Yeah. The second half of DC fandom was kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, they had just some smaller shit. Yeah. That, you know, that was on September stuff. 12th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely... I, I'd be in for that because I loved the TV show when I was a kid. I, just I never watched it. it. Really? Because oh. was... his, his crossover episodes with the Justice League animated series were the shit. Yeah, you see, I, I didn't watch the Justice League series. I watched the Spider-Man animated series a lot, and oh, Batman. Those two were, like, the ones I watched. Well, the Batman animated series, Justice League animated series, and Static Shock, I believe, were all connected. Okay. So, it was kind of, like, one of the first things to do, like, a connected universe like that. I even watched the uh, MCV Spider-Man computer animated Dude, show. The Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah. I love that. Did you ever play the video game based on that series? There's a video game based on There was, and you got to play as Venom and Spider-Man. I think you're just you're just talking about the no. Ultimate Spider-Man comic video game. Uh, if so, it's done in the exact same art style, and I believe it has the same voice actors. Yeah, because um, the yeah this one is based on the Ultimate comics. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I had that. Well, it, for it has sure. Like, it has like the same art style. Yeah, it does. And, and then the, the Spider-Man MTV show, I think it was based off of the movie in a way. Oh, really? I think. Let's see. Because I know, like, the, uh, yeah, like, the font and everything is, like, the same and shit. See? Yeah. Oh, okay. But the style is like that video game almost exactly. It's it's crazy. I yeah. love that video game, though. I played the shit out of that game. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. I can't remember, but, like, there, there is a lot of uh, positives. I mean, obviously, we opened with some downers about the Xbox and the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, everything else has been fairly positive. We agreed with uh, Hawkman casting. Mm. Uh, I don't know how I really feel about the Justice League news. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that. Yeah, especially because the whole point was to, like, give him his original vision for the movie. It almost seems like he's taking advantage of it. He's like, oh, let me do more. Oh, dude, but he doesn't need it, though, because he he has a multiple movie deal for these zombie movies on Netflix. Yeah. Like, three? Three or four? I think so. So, and I really do kind of hope they're connected to uh, Dawn of the Dead. It's a fantastic movie. It's so good. It's one of the best horror movie remakes. Well, and it's crazy, yeah, it's crazy that it's a remake. Yeah, and seems it, like something. It changes a lot, but yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I do also want to say this real quick, just because I got to thinking the other day. Do you remember the uh, spoof version 
in the movie of uh, Down with the Sickness? This is, oh, the uh, Richard Cheese yes. version? Yes. Do you know what, why he picked the name Richard Cheese? Why? What's another name for Richard? Oh, shit, yeah. I his name is yeah, Dick Cheese. Dick Cheese. <laughs> I've listened to, like, a bunch of his songs. Um, I the do, too. Slipknot, People Equal Shit cover. Yeah. He did a lot of really interesting, like, jazzy renditions of, like, metal or... A lot of rap. Yeah, a lot of, like, just really outside-of-the-box shit, but, like, he made it fit and work. <laughs> yeah. It was almost disturbing. Yeah. He sounds kind of like John Lovitz to me. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so uh, overall, mostly good news today. Yeah. Uh, one mention of COVID. Yeah. So, kind of uh, had to. Yeah. It, it's for it's involved in yeah. the modern day, so it's not really an option. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think we'll kind of close it out on this because it was a a, a pretty. Uh, Upbeat episode. For yeah, we got a lot of stuff in there, so yeah, we'll close it there. Um, just keep listening, keep sharing, and also, I don't think we've ever mentioned this. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, rate the podcast, give us a review. I heard that gives uh, gives you more listeners and shit. Yes, it'll uh, end up uh, what what's the word? Uh, recommending our podcast to other viewers. Yeah. So if you uh. Be sure to leave a rate and subscribe to us on that. Uh, yeah. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify as well. Yep, and follow us there. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, please subscribe and like us on YouTube as well. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, going to get back in the vlog game here pretty soon, and then also we'll start being a little bit more active on our uh, social media. Yeah, so uh, I know that's one reason that we're not really getting too much uh, traction going on, but yeah, we I make a lot of posts. It's just uh, we never boost them. Yeah, yeah. So. It it costs money and it's hard, especially in yeah. uh, current economy. So yeah, so every post I do make every week is I load them with tags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week I probably will boost just to see what we get. Uh, let me know when you throw it yeah. in. Um, other than that, though, uh, just thank you guys for sticking with us. We really appreciate it because mm -hmm. this isn't uh, material for everybody because uh, I know I can't get my parents to watch it because it's not shit they're interested in. Yeah, my mom has a hard time listening to it. My uh, wife has a hard time listening to it. You know, you wouldn't... I wouldn't have thought it would, it would be that like that niche of a group to, to get to, but it really is. like. But it, it's weird, though, because if you think about it, like... Me and you were into this shit before we decided to do this. And that's why I asked you compared to either of the Nates or, like, Justice. Because, like, I know you're into the stuff I'm into. Yeah. I didn't realize how tight of a community it is, though. It really is. It, it, that did blow my mind. Yeah. So. And it's kind of cool in a way because it gives us more of a chance to get exposure. Yes. Because there's not really, I mean, there's, there's quite a bit of. Bigger people that do this, oh, but yeah. you got your not... John Campias, the Campia, Chris Stuckman, uh, Collider as a collective. Oh, um, absolutely. Um, even uh, what what's the guy's name you had? Uh, Sean Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, he, he deep dives into some of this. Yeah. Uh, one that I really enjoy. If we're just gonna recommend somebody, I really enjoy New Rockstars. Uh, 
methods for giving history on certain characters and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It really, he does it in an interesting way. Whereas, like, I used to really love uh, Emergency Awesome. Oh, yeah. But then uh, after a while, especially after finding guys like uh, New Rockstars, mm-hmm. he just feels very monotone. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, another guy, uh, as far as, like, movie reviewers go, is uh, Jeremy John. Okay. Is another one I like. But my favorite YouTuber in this field is uh, Chris Tuckman. Yeah. And For I sure. That, yeah. 100%. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you get a chance, check them out. And please don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to all the stuff that we previously mentioned. Yeah. We will uh, see you guys next week. I was Anthony Stevens. Damian Leva. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.